MacLean's Child, A Legend of Lochbuie, Author Unknown Read for LibriVox.org by Philip Gould The sun rose fair on distant mull, where ocean heaves its billows high, And o'er Lochbuie, though white seagull, winged its way tween wave and sky, the wild pipes uttered their pibroch shrill, and clansmen came from hut and heather, with belted kilt and waving feather, to chase the deer on the misty hill. MacLean was there with his haughty bride, and his only boy in his nurse's arms, and the chieftain looked with love and pride on his infant hope and his lady's charms. And now, he cried, thou'lt see what cheer MacLean's dark hills can yield thee here. We'll touch not now the timorous hare that croucheth low in the shady glen, nor whistling plover, nor bonny moor hen, but stir the fawn from its dewy lair and drive in herds the antlered deer. And straight his clansmen round were spread, or fleet like winds of winter sped, the ground to beat both far and near, and drive together the startled deer, where the chieftain's lady with ease might trace the gathering herds and headlong chase. Young Ian, the pride of his native glen, the love of maids and boast of men, was placed alone to guard with care a pass that oped a refuge where the deer might scape the waiting fair. They came and swept the youth away as a tempest scatters the foaming spray. An angry man, MacLean was then, as he saw the fleet herd pass the glen, and the youth came on with head hung low, with shame, but not with fear, I trow. Go! Seize the dog, the chieftain said, and tear the plume from his dastard head. Strip his coward shoulders bare, why should the tartan flutter there? Go quickly, bind and scourge the wretch, we'll see what blood the rod can fetch, or whether his mother's milk in part still lingers about his childish heart. No words they spoke, but stifled sighs might tell what dimmed the clansman's eyes, and why a shudder went round and round as the lash fell on the deepening wound. No shriek, nor groan, nor stifled sigh was heard to come from Ian's breast. No tear was seen in his fiery eye, but pale his cheeks with the chill of death. His eyeballs strained, and his lips compressed, and his nostrils bled with his laboring breath. At length the scourge away is cast, the thongs are cut that bound him fast, and Ian started bleeding there, and wildly seized the chieftain's heir and fast away to a cliff he sped that far o'er the boiling billows hung, and he waved the infant high o'erhead and laughed till the rocks around him rung. Oh, wildly looked the chieftain then, as shriek and shout filled all the glen, and with clasped hands and bended knee he cried, Oh, save my only child! While Ian danced and shrieking wild answered thus with fiendish glee, Come! Strip thy back, and let me see the wolfish blood that flows in thee, and then thy gory arms may hold the infant chief that crows so bold. The chieftain stripped, and the red drops fell, for the clansmen urged the strokes full well. And now, he cried, my infant give, and thou, I swear, in peace shall live. Aha! he shrieked, go! Get thee now, and see in every clouded brow a blushing friend or a biting foe or follow thy boy to hide thy name, and wash thy back and brow from shame in the boiling waves where now we go. And away he sprung, still laughing wild, the bleeding youth with his chieftain's child. They rushed to the brink of the rocky steep, but the sea had covered its bosom deep. 
and they heard but the sound of the billows sweep and they seemed to lull their charge asleep and the sailors still as they passed the shore with shuddering look on cliff and sea and tell how oft when the wild winds roar and their boats on the foaming billows flee an infant's wail they seemed to hear or loud and shrill on the startled sea the clansmen shriek and fiendish glee end of poem this recording is in the public domain.